Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's Your Point, the podcast. My name is Kaylee, and today I have a very special guest with me, someone who's running for governor right now and was a former state senator. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, Kaylee. I'm Don Huffines, and it's spelled H-U-F-F-I-N-E-S <laughs> for those that want to go to my website. <laughs> and I am running for the Republican nomination for governor of Texas. Thank you so much for being here today. Certainly. Thank you for having me on your show. So I, I want to get right into it right now. How was the Trump rally on Saturday? Oh, it was very exciting. Thousands of people. I don't know what the final attendance was, but it was packed. Uh, it was, it, and the weather was beautiful and the sun was out and everybody was having a big fiesta. It really was great. Uh, so many real patriots there, people that really believe in America and, and of course, believed in Trump's message. And I worked the crowd for hours and uh, it was very rewarding. We, we were, were able to, I was able to harvest a lot of support and uh, we had a lot of people on our team there. We probably had over 50 people there. Yeah, I saw some of the videos and it looked like there was a lot of supporters out there and I love driving through Texas and seeing all the billboards out there those are awesome those are one of my favorite things to see um, I guess one of the first things I'm interested in knowing is what's your most passionate topic and what are you fighting for the most well uh, my topics are really the Republican Party primary voters uh, platform issues but I have the solutions uh, and the courage to implement those solutions unlike our current governor Greg Abbott who's a career politician he's an establishment hack he's a uh, He's a political windsock, uh, just blown in the wind. And I'm a business guy and, and a businessman. And, and so I've got creative solutions to the issues that affect Texas. And it puts me at a distinct advantage because I'm really not worried about my political career. I'm worried about solving the problems that affect Texas. But the border is number one, uh, mm -hmm. definitely number one. This is a premeditated attack on Texas. Uh, and so we've got to secure the border. I'm the only candidate or the only person that's really run for governor of Texas has got a clear plan that's going to work to secure the border. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my key to my plan, and we can go over that as much whenever you want, but is that I'm never asking permission from the federal government to secure the Texas border. Yeah. It's not necessary. We have the legal authority to do what we, what we want to do. And number two that I love is making sure that Texans do not have to rent their homes and their businesses and property from the government. So we're going to phase out property taxes over eight years, completely eliminate them. Yeah, property taxes is one of the number one questions that we get when we're door knocking because so many people want to know how we're going to either get rid of them or replace them. So how would you personally uh, get rid of property taxes and what would you replace it with? Sure. Well, this is, this is a math problem. It's very achievable. I know people, they get very suspicious and they say, man, that's really not possible because our paradigm of how we've operated in the past is 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 about paying and renting our property from the government and we're just not it's not necessary uh, we're going to replace the the money that comes in from property tax with money that comes in from the state of texas we're going to take our surplus state revenues we're going to cut state spending we're going to take 90 percent of that surplus and we're going to buy down property tax with it that's why it'll take about eight years to gradually phase it out we're going to shift some of the tax over to sales tax so sales tax will go up gradually we're going to have a constitutional amendment so our can vote on this. I want to make sure that whatever the plan is, I get out of the state legislature. Everybody, Texans can weigh in on it and decide if they like it or not and if they want to get rid of property tax. And we're never going to have an income tax. And, and the local governments will still be fully funded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the, the worst part about property taxes is that people don't understand that even though they're buying their house, they're just 
they're not actually buying it. They are never going to pay it off because the property taxes are continuing to rise. Um, I do want to ask, what actually got you into politics? I know you started off as a state senator. So what really kicked it off for being governor, running for governor of Texas? Well, on this uh, specifically, I've just always had a passion for liberty and freedom mm-hmm. and for uh, believing in our Constitution. And uh, But for governor, it was really the shutdowns when mm-hmm. Abbott unilaterally just decided he was going to be king. And he listened yeah. to that lying piece of crap, Fauci, and, and put three million Texans out of work in one day. Yeah. Three million. And made them, everybody dependent on the government. He decided who the winners and losers were going to be, closing tens of thousands of businesses, and many of them permanently. And, and, and then he closed their churches over the holiest week of the year, season, Easter, and you couldn't bury the dead, you couldn't get married, you couldn't get baptized, and they can go on and on and puts a mass mandate on us. I would have never done any of that. Mm-hmm. The Constitution doesn't give me the authority to do that. You see, he forgot the fundamental role of government. It's always to defend your God-given liberties. Your liberties come from God. The government doesn't give you your liberties. And that's what makes America and Texas so unique, we, that we should understand that. These are your natural rights. These are not privileges. These are rights we have. And that's why we have a Constitution to protect those rights. And the other thing he forgot that, that a lot of people forget is that a true patriot never blindly follows government. Mm-hmm. A true patriot questions government. We are the government. We don't just have the authority to question government. We got the obligation to question government. Yeah. Yeah, I think Texas, when Texas shut down as a student, I was finishing my last semester in college and coming back from spring break and never going back to class. And then even with the jobs and everything shutting down, like I know, you know, Texas is better than that. And seeing it happen across the country was just absolutely terrible. Um, well, we've been lied to so much about, about the virus. Yeah. And then people in America, we've got this preconceived idea, well, the media is always right. The media's been lying to us for decades. Yeah. The government's been lying to us for decades. They've lied about the origins of the virus, how to prevent the virus, how to cure the virus, how, that the mask was going to work. Now they say the mask doesn't work. They're lied to us about the vaccine. Of course, the vaccine doesn't work. So in the vaccine mandates, of course, I'm against all that. Look, I've never taken the vaccine and I never will. But if somebody wants to take it, I'm for your medical liberty, your medical free. I don't care how many times you take it, but I'm never going to allow anyone to be forced to take a vaccine they don't want to take. Yeah. Or wear a mask for that matter. Yeah. I don't think they need to be forcing it on anybody. And like you said, the media is just pushing it. And, you know, I do social media full time with politics. And I find that the biggest struggle is the big tech censorship that's coming in. They're Mm -hmm. censoring a lot of conservatives. You know, we're just trying to tell the truth. We're talking about how the vaccine doesn't necessarily work or masks don't work and uh, curious to know how do you feel about big tech censorship and I guess it's more of a universal thing not just Texas but yeah I know it does happen here so how do you feel about big tech censorship and have you experienced it uh, we have mm-hmm. uh, I have of course experienced it like everyone uh, I'm really a free market guy. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm for the free market. I'm a businessman, and, and I love competition, mm-hmm. and I love capitalism, and, and I don't want government interference in, in, in really in, in anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I want companies to go broke. 
I want big banks to go broke. I want everybody to have the opportunity to fail or succeed, whether it's an individual or it's a business. Mm -hmm. And then that's what makes capitalism so dynamic. That's what it's supposed to be disruptive. It's not supposed to be a planned economy. Capitalism is 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 designed to be unpredictable. And and but yet we've got so many people in society that now in our in our culture that feel like, oh no, we can't let people go broke. We can't we've got to have the government interfere with all this. And but that leads me to what I was gonna say about about uh, big tech or mm -hmm. about social media. We need to we need to have a market where the government doesn't interfere too much with it, but they mm -hmm. need if they're gonna be a news media outlet, they need to have the same liabilities as a newspaper would, for instance, or any other media outlet. So if the media outlets are liable for slander and things like that or for censoring, then these, then the social media probably should have the same uh, rails and they should be held to the same standards. Mm -hmm. But I am not for the government stepping up and, and dictating what they can say or not say and things like that. So there's a fine dance that we've got to do to make sure we still have a free market in social media. And I encourage everyone that believes in, in the First Amendment and, and the conservative ideas to not use them yeah. Let, let's build up different platforms and uh, make sure we have a robust selection of of how we're going to operate with social media and i think that's really coming yeah me too i think that once we get this you know this primary is really really important because we're working on getting out a lot of the rhinos that are out in the in the congress right now and everything and so I hope that once we elect people like you and you into Texas as the governor, mm -hmm. we can get like a lot of things done. Um, you mentioned earlier about you know the Texas economy and stuff like that. Um, I was a small business owner for a little bit, and I strive to be one one day with a smaller, bigger business. Um, how do you plan to help big or small businesses in Texas? Well, we just need to have as much of an, uh, a free market as possible. Texas mm -hmm. has one of the. Uh, is one of the states that has some of the highest barriers to entry for new businesses. Uh, over 50% of the businesses in Texas, you have to have a license, for instance, to operate. Uh, the licensing is, is a mechanism that, that businesses go down to the state legislature to create. And it's really about keeping people out of the industry, whether you're getting a license to be a real estate agent or you're getting a license to be a plumber or, or uh, an auctioneer. We have so many barriers to entry for people that enter the workforce. The first place we need to start, start uh, looking and eliminating are some of these licensing and continuing education classes because they're huge barriers. And we also have to pay fees, of course, to be part of that. Uh, we need to make sure we don't have taxes on, on small businesses. I was always a champion of that when mm -hmm. I was in the Texas legislature trying to eliminate the business tax. Now I'm going to lim eliminating the property tax. Half the tax is paid by businesses. Mm -hmm. And so half is paid by homeowners. And we have the highest property tax essentially in the nation. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that certainly will go a long way. We've got to lessen the regulations, and I've got specific policies how to do that, lessening the license requirements, uh, the certification requirements for people to open a business, and lessen the tax burden. But I want a free market. The state of Texas and the Huffines administration, I'm not going to be here to subsidize any business. Mm -hmm. Any business. You, you've got to be able to succeed and, and excel on your own. And that gives you the a business the opportunity to fail on its own. I agree. I agree. Um, so is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to personally tell the people of Texas watching this? <laughs> of course. <laughs> How much time do we have? Yeah. I don't know. We can, we'll listen to you all day. <laughs> no, that's not, you don't need to do that. Nothing worse than a motor mouth pop, oh. somebody running for office. But, 
<clears throat> I just say this, you know, what, what do we want in a candidate? What do you want in a governor? Integrity, honesty. Yes. Someone who's going to fight for the people. Great. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And, and I just ask these questions. I mean, is our border secure in Texas? No. Are our property taxes going away? Nope. Uh, do we have confidence our votes aren't being stolen? No. <laughs> and That's a big problem, too. It's huge. I mean, do we, are we winning the culture war? Mm. No. And, and then I ask people that are watching, listen, is that okay with you? Yeah. Are you good with that? So here we're trying to discern who is going to be the most honest candidate that you can trust you know basically that they're going to do what they say they're going to do because mm -hmm. we've all heard the lies yeah i mean oh it, it, there's not a republican running in texas that doesn't say they're conservative and 90 percent of them are liars i mean that's why i decided to run mm -hmm. when i ran for the texas senate and i was there from 14 to 18 it's because i was tired of the lies and it's the same reason i'm running now I mean, I've got the, my record really does speak for itself as one of the most conservative uh, voting records in the history of the Texas Senate. I'm the only person at court uh, that has never taken any money from the state of Texas. No pay, no pension, no health care, no travel vouchers, no reimbursements, nothing. And I'm going to do the same as governor, no salary or anything when I'm governor because I'm not interested in a new job or a new career. I'm interested in solving the problems that affect Texas. I'm not interested in the position, Is I'm interested in the solutions. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like people just take the word conservative and they slap it on every billboard, but I know you're a true conservative because you stand by true conservative values. And I feel like the people need to really look into what the candidates support because I feel like that's important. I know when we're door knocking, um, there's, there's a high percentage of people who vote just because of what they see, you know? People don't look into specific stances and policies that people support in order to understand, you know, what a conservative really is. Oh, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> to totally true. And, and the best way to look for that is their voting record if they've been in the office. I'm the only person running for governor, including the incumbent, mm -hmm. the Abbott, the political windsock Abbott. That's all he is, is a political windsock. He's just full of political theater. I served with him in the legislature when he was governor. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and he's, he's a liar. He's a rhino, Republican in name only. But I'm the only one that's been in the legislature, and that's a huge leg up. But it also enables everybody to look at my voting record and see that, that, that uh, I deliver on, on what I say I'm going to do. And by the way, my Senate district was very liberal. <laughs> so I was not voting my district. <laughs> and that's the excuse most people use, right? And yeah. the other thing is that most people running for office, you know what? They will never give you a definitive plan what they're going to do. That's very true. They always say, oh, well, I'm for less government. Here's what Republicans always say. Oh, I'm for less government. I'm for less taxes. Yippee-yay. Tell me how you're going to do that instead of just telling me what you're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know why they don't do that? They don't do that because they don't want to be accountable. Mm -hmm. The more detail you give out, the more accountable you got to be. Very true. I love being accountable. I want to be accountable. I've got definitive plans how I'm going to secure the border. I've got definitive plans how I'm going to phase out property taxes and, and give you confidence in the election by creating a new law enforcement division and out of DPS and all that. I've got a lot of details on everything mm -hmm. and, and how we're going to win the culture war. I've got definitive plans how we're going to do all that. And, and, and like I said, it, it's, that really sets me apart. Uh, I think from the competition and because we're all tired of the lies. I know mm -hmm. I am. I'm tired of the broken and empty promises. Yeah, know? me too. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. Is there any way or anywhere people can reach you? 
or learn more about what you support? Of course. Uh, go to my website. It's like, as always, everybody's going to tell you that. And that's donhuffines.com. And it's a ground-up campaign. We're, our campaign's got tremendous momentum. It really does. I've been endorsed by Rand Paul, Ron Paul. Uh, the chairman of the Republican Party endorsed me before he was chairman. Uh, uh, Massey just in, we just released uh, Congressman Massey's endorsement and, and a lot of others. And we've got a clear path to victory. And, and we're on it. We've raised millions of dollars. This is not a whimsical decision. We, we've raised more money, up to $14 million in this campaign So, uh, to win. We've got a path to victory, and we're on it. And, and I want everybody to join me because I'm going to prove what it means for Texas to be sovereign. This is about Texas, yeah. and we're going to get our swagger back in, yeah, under my we administration. Are. We are. You've got my vote. <laughs> Thank you. It's about leadership, no excuses. And that's the tagline for the campaign, leadership, no excuses. And you know what, you know what an excuse is? What? Skin of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. If you want to follow my Instagram, it's at the Kaylee Campbell, and follow the podcast Instagram as well at What's Your Point Pod. And make sure to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.